Alright, welcome to Friday Feeding Tube. This is episode number five. I'm Sean, your host. Here with me again is stand-up comedian and my sister, Megan Flaherty. Hello! How you doing, Megan? I am great. Megan, you are quickly becoming the Kelly Ripa to my, well, Kelly Ripa. <laughs> as the two progresses. I was going to say Regis, but... I mean, neither of us can claim Regis at this point. I mean, maybe they've Regis to my Kathy Lee, but I'm not drinking white Zinfandel and slowly dropping into craziness. <laughs> well, I think it's the matching dresses that make us both the Kelly Ripa of the show. <laughs> I think that's fair. A couple things happened. This big weekend for you. Big big yes. week for you. Uh, yes. Coming off a headlining gig in uh, Bremerton last night, which yes. I'm sure was amazing. And more importantly, you got to attend a circus wedding. I... Got to attend a circus wedding on St. Patrick's Day. Like, there's so many levels of this. I got to attend a circus wedding on St. Patrick's Day, and it was my husband's ex-girlfriend's wedding. Like, husband's high school ex-girlfriend wedding. So there was, like, so many levels to it that went, no, don't go. No, don't go. No, And the, the whole time I'm like, no, I think I'm just going to go. Yeah, so first of all, the deal is that... Uh, it was on St. Patrick's Day, and if anybody who's getting married on St. Patrick's Day and not having a St. Patrick's Day themed wedding pisses me off. Right. Already. I'm like, you know what? No. So we went, and it was wear whatever you want. I went on the website because they sent out this invitation. They're like, wear whatever you want. And so I get on the website, like, what do you really mean by that? And it actually said on the website, please feel free to wear whatever you want. But please refrain from wearing clown makeup and masks unless you're part of the wedding party. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So we got there. It was in a warehouse, and every the whole wedding party was dressed up like clowns, and they had like this whole big top thing going on. There's a hot dog vendor and popcorn and peanuts, and instead of like a limo, there was just like a there was a wedding a wedding tiny car that they right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone popped out a little tiny car. It was. And then they did that all rhyming vows where it was like, I will love you in a boat, I will love you near a moat, and it just went on and on and on and on. Wow. Yeah. That is rough. Yeah, I've never been so pissed off that someone wasn't dressed like the ringleader. Like, the guy who was doing the ceremony wore a tux, I'm like, you need a red coat and a top hat, what the F are you doing? I was so mad, I'm like, you are so inappropriately dressed for the circus. Yeah, because some people just don't know how to have a wedding. I was like, <laughs> it was like please, for God's sake. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Can you imagine that, like, you know, like, marriage counseling, like, years from now, they're, like, just in there with, like, the really lonely, frustrated, bearded lady and, like, <laughs> two of the three crying clowns and just sitting there in group. <laughs> I'm not the world's strongest lady anymore. I'm not even top five. What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, seriously, I've got osteoporosis. This is terrible. <laughs> so, as you're talking about St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day was on Saturday. Yes. Past tense, because we're recording the tube late as always, but yeah. whatever. St. Patrick's Day happened. What did you do on St. Patrick's Day? What's your What's well, your St. Patrick's Day? Deal? My St. Patrick's Day tradition is usually um, drinking in the middle of the day, so I'm nice and hungover by seven o'clock at night, which Fantastic. I appreciate as any holiday tradition, <laughs> um, so that you know all the craziness can happen at night, and I'm nice and safe and at home, and apparently old now. Um, <laughs> right. But what I used to do this, I used what I usually do is I go out with my friends Carrie and Sean, um, and they do the they do like Irish dinner, like it's Thanksgiving dinner at their house. So they do the corned beef and cabbage and soda bread and the Guinness brownies and all the amazing stuff. Here's a funny story that they were, um, they decided not to do that this year. They went at wine tasting in Yakima. I'm like, so let me get this right. The two most Irish people I know, one being me, I'm at a circus wedding and the other Irish guy I know named Sean Hayes. It's wine tasting in Yakima. I was like, this is, 
This is not good. So they went, and they went with friends of kids, and one of the couples they were with, the woman, her tradition is that she puts the kids to bed on St. Patrick's Day, and then she, like, overturns all the furniture and, like, screws up the house and goes, oh, my God, the crazy leprechauns are here. So the kids, like, wake up, and there's, like, candy, and it's chaos in the house and whatever. So Carrie and Sean's kids, you know, their son is, like, almost four, and they're like, oh, that's really funny, and he thought it was great. And so Carrie said she was – at her, she was at her house and she knocked over a basket of fully like folded laundry and, and. So they came home drunk on wine and trashed our house. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's a fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty rock star move. So Carrie knocks over this basket of laundry and uh, and then Ben, her four year old son, comes in and goes, "Oh, mom, you knocked over laundry." She goes, "Ah." Must have been the leprechauns. And then Ben goes to bed and didn't sleep the whole night. He's just thinking the whole night that the leprechauns are out trashing the house. Every time there's a bump in the night, he was just completely asleep. And yeah, like, I say, that would scare the hell out of me. Wouldn't that scare the hell out of you? Like, don't worry, every holiday you're going to wake up and the house is going to be trashed. Like, oh, all right, thanks. <laughs> it's like living in a frat house. Like, every time you go to bed and you wake up, you're like, what happened here? Yeah, damn, leprechauns again. <laughs> don't worry about it, it's leprechauns. Don't worry. <laughs> Just the small mythical creatures that play pranks when you're asleep. Thanks, those goddamn unicorns will never get in our closet back. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day for me was, uh, I did the St. Patrick's Day Dash, which is a lovely jaunt through downtown Seattle. Right. The main feature of that is always the St. Patrick's Day Beer Garden, which, you know, is it, fine, whatever. It's 10 in the morning. <laughs> you know, it's like you throw right. the run, and it's like people are in a park drinking beer and getting hammered at 10 in the morning. And I'm like, you can't just do that. Like, any other day, you're just a bum. You're just a fucking bum. It's like, it's, so I guess really it's just the word garden that gets you away from, like, <laughs> right. you can just, like, as long as you add garden on something, it's kind of whimsical. And, hey, it's fun. It's like, I'm I'm not a stalker. I was just in the call your 15, girlfriend 15 times a night garden, you know? It's like a, <laughs> Is that how that works? Oh, no, officer, I was just in the pee wherever the hell you want to garden. <laughs> That happens once this year. Well, and if anything's going to have a beer garden, I mean, we should start with Thanksgiving, don't you think? If you're already eating dinner at four, let's start drinking. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's, have a, let's have set up that garden. Just have a full back ass where it's day. Yeah, absolutely. Get yeah. Ha- get, yeah, get hammered at 11 a.m., eat dinner at two, and then you're just like kind of sleeping, eating cereal by 11 at night. Right. And then you go to, <laughs> and then you go to Target and buy your cheap pajamas for the rest of the year. <laughs> it's not a bad way to go. So looking at movies this week, what jumped out at me was the two highest grossing movies of the week were 21 Jump Street and The Lorax. Yes. The 90s are back, apparently. <laughs> or the late 80s, anyway, are back. I was just like, I mean, I'm excited, but it's some. It's like I feel like my youth is being reimagined now. It's like, if we're going to reimagine anything, let's do up like Perfect Strangers. Let's do Perfect Strangers. Let's do Excite Bike. Let's do crap like that. That's what I want to see. Yeah, Perfect Strangers would be great. If they, God, who would they have to be in that? It would be like it'd have to be a Jonah Hill movie already. Uh, yeah, and then uh, like Hank Azaria or something like that. Yeah, or like Fez from that '70s show. Yes, it wasn't very Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you do Excite Bike, and then what I really, I, I really want to see is like a Martin Scorsese reimagining of Party House One, Two, and Three with Kid and Play. That's what I want. <laughs> That'd be pretty good with, like, Lawrence Fishburne or something. Yeah, like, played really by, like, good. Kumar and the dog from Tintin. Like, that's what I want. I want my whole 90s reimagined by Martin Scorsese. Let's just do it up. I think that's pretty good. My, um... They just keep taking crappy versions of, of good things and then making more money on them. 
It's like, you know, they just take a good thing, make it crappy, and make a ton of money. I was like, hey, Ikea called. They want their idea back. <laughs> this movie comes with an Alan Rand. <laughs> exactly. You're going to have to edit it yourself. It's like, you know what we're going to do? It's going to make it look good, but it's going to be full of just cheap shit, and people are going to buy it anyway. <laughs> right. Look, it all matches. Oh, this is great. Don't sit on it, though. <laughs> Don't put it, it kind of slants a little bit. So, um, what else is going on? Uh, on TV this week... The new show Touch, starring Keeper Sutherland, started, which, which I watched. Did you? I watched it, and it, it's interesting because it's it's just very much a different. It's just like Twenty Four, but just like a different kind of theme. It's like if if you it's get Twenty Five, yeah, it's like if, if you, it's, it, it's basically Twenty Five because there's autistic kid doing math in there. But it's like it's like you give Keeper Sutherland some like very vague clues and a sense of urgency and just have them go. It's like, it's like really, I mean, you could map back and it's like, we gotta do this thing. It's basically, it's like, we gotta do this thing and then him sweating. So, I mean, it's, I'm just gonna ride this show. I'm gonna take 21 Jump Street and just put Keeper's other one in there. Like, I, don't, I feel like he could be on any show and do that. Yes. Yeah, and then 20 years from now, it'll be a movie. And it'll be called Twenty Six or something. <laughs> Him and his sense of urgency. Yeah, they should just call it urgency. It's Kiefer Sutherland, twenty six hours a day, giving one hundred and ten percent. Working more than nine to five. Yeah, working overtime. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I had. Is it's just Kiefer Sutherland in a room full of producers and writers going, "Let's call it twenty five. Let's just call it twenty five. Let's just call it twenty five. It'll be hilarious." Because touched with the. It's like 24, but better. Yeah, it's 24 again, so it's it's almost 48. But and here's it's like it's with a kid and it's called touched. Like why why is that the okay thing to call it? <laughs> yeah, it's like you could buy out something better. Like like call it autistic or whatever. Yeah. Or just go the other way and just call it bad touch. <laughs> exactly. This week on touch. Yeah, like, just, that's not good. <laughs> Jake and the perv man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I was like, what what. Just not being... Smokey and the pervert. <laughs> what didn't make it on there? Like, I know, let's call it Touched, and 25 people went, yeah, let's call yeah. it Touched. So our top three are Grope, Squeeze, and Touch. <laughs> and not 25. We rolled that out way long ago. <laughs> yeah, not, so 25 is not on the table anymore? <laughs> okay, so I'm leaving then. Fine. Call whatever you want. All right, Touched it is. <laughs> what does that have to do with Touch? <laughs> it's got the magic urgency big clue Touch. <laughs> Alright, so that moves us on to Quote of the Week, unless you had any... No, that was it. So our Quote of the Week is a pretty good one this week. This was out of a press conference um, to announce that Kiss and Motley Crue's 40-date co-headland North America summer tour, um, which kind of turned into a Rihanna diss session, um, Gene Simmons stressed that the band's set would be live, unlike Rihanna's stage shows. And I quote... We're sick and tired of girls getting up there with dancers and karaoke tapes in back of them, Simmons said. No karaoke singers allowed. Fake bullshit. Leave that to Rihanna, Skipanama, and everyone else whose name ends with A. Now so, let's go put up on all, all of our kitty makeup and our giant shoes and put on a real show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And really timely, the karaoke tapes is pretty interesting. It's like, <laughs> that's a good way to be fresh and new. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sure he's so proud of himself. You can think of Rihanna, like he's, right? He's in his head. He's going, "Not Nicki Minaj." Yeah, not he Nicki was. Minaj. He was three seconds away from saying Cindy Lauper. He just barely <laughs> pulled that one out. It's but it's like everybody else's name that ends with A. At which point, Alabama, Pantera, Metallica, Nirvana, Bananarama, and Chumbawamba came and kicked his ass. <laughs> can you 
imagine getting your ass kicked by Nirvana Chumbawamba at the same time? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> they keep knocking him down. They keep getting up again. That was no bullshit. So crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, yeah. I, it's like, really, kids, just know your role. Don't act. They're not, they're not musicians. They're, they're like a dog and pony show. They're like, they're, you know exactly what you're getting for kid, from Kiss. And here's the thing. No one is karaoke stuff. It's like, hey, Kiss, do you know that no one knows any of the words to your songs? Like, yeah. I don't know a single person... I know five people that can sing all the words to rap, Rapper's Delight, and no one that can sing any of the words to a Kiss song. <laughs> that's, that's really true. Can you do you know, like, I wanna rock and roll. The only way that I would buy that new album is if it was titled Touched. <laughs> Kiss Touched. Kiss Touched. <laughs> Fondle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just, it's like Kiss, you're calling out Rihanna. Really, of all the people to call out, it's like, why don't you just call out Taylor Swift, too? It's like, let's just pick on some... Super yeah. bad, crappy years. It's like, it's like we hate Rihanna. It's like really, you hate Rihanna. It's like yeah, there are so many. I mean, call out Bieber or something. I mean, right. it's like, but I mean, you have to realize that the same people who are listening to Kiss are not listening to Rihanna because they still own tapes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey kids, buy our new tape and put it on your iPod. <laughs> the new Kiss iPod comes complete with tape deck. I don't even know how you get anything from a tape to an iPod. I don't have to karaoke it into your iPod. <laughs> that's, that's the deal. Yeah, you got to sing it into your iPod. <laughs> With Kiss as a backup. That's what I have to do tonight. I'm going to sing all my tapes. I'm going to reimagine all my tapes into my iPod. Reimagine <laughs> all your tapes into your iPod. i got to reimagine my 21 Jump Street tape into my iPod tonight. <laughs> and your best of the monkeys. <laughs> Cheer up, sleep, exactly. Exactly. Sully, shh. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, what did it mean? So, um, moving on to This Week in Sully, and for those of you who are not familiar with this, you probably haven't listened the last couple of weeks, and where have you been? But uh, this is the segment where uh, Sully is my one-year-old son, and he always just does funny things. It's always funny to talk about your kid. Uh, Megan is his godmother and uh, babysitter, so we, we kind of have a lot of experience with kind of the dumb shit that he does as a one-year-old, so... um yeah, talk about that on air. Sully has his, I think it's his 75th cold of the year probably now. Yeah. He's got a, a runny nose and a cough, which if you have a one-year-old and you have microfiber furniture, what you really have is large pieces of Kleenex now. That's right, all you exactly. have. Like, that kid figured out how to wipe his nose on the furniture immediately. <laughs> yeah, our off-white couch looks like a globe now or like a cow print or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Rorschach test now. I'm like, oh, it's really... So that was kind of it. I was just like, oh, don't do that. I don't do that after a while. I'm like, okay. And the thing is that, like, I, growing up, made so much fun of mom because she always had Kleenex in her pockets. And then I, that's how I figured out how. Because poor Sully was so sick and he had that cold. And we were hanging out outside and I actually grabbed a jacket of yours to go hanging outside. Put my hands in the pockets, Kleenex in the pockets. So I was like, yep. Yeah, there that's, go. that's why I just... I always do the thing where I just wipe his nose and I just wipe it on his clothes. <laughs> I like to take my thumb and wipe it and then just wipe it on his shirt. So he's got like this total like so weird. Like all of his like onesies are all stiff now and it's just really it's like a glazed donut. That's another good dad move. For all of you out there. I don't know why he's getting furniture. sick of Jimbery. Oh, it's so weird. I'm sure that you're the only parent doing that. Yeah, exactly. Kids can get pink eye because his dad's lazy. So, uh, point of humility. This week with Sully, uh, 
So every day we walk in, he's really excited to see us, and he runs up, and I'm realizing now that he's more excited to see my coffee mug than he is to see me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've got the, travel co- the coffee travel mug, and he just runs up to me, and he puts his arms up, and I go to hug him, and as soon as I get down low enough, he just grabs it and walks away from me, <laughs> and just, like, takes a lap around the house like it sees with a Stanley Cup. <laughs> and that was kind of a bummer until I realized that, um, woke up this morning and walked down the stairs, and... Walked right past my wife and grabbed the coffee <laughs> and poured it into the cup, and I was like, "Wow, this is like a I've heard it from watching you." <laughs> and then I just victoriously trounced it around the house, like I won the Stanley Cup. Which is really funny because what he does is he has like an empty bottle of creamer that Brandy like rinsed out and gave to him because he likes playing with the lids, but he really will. He'll actually dig the creamer bottle out of the toy box and pour it in the coffee. I'm like, exactly. Don't ever screw up anything in front of kids because you will, you will never live it down. Yeah. And then I do it with Brandy. She starts crying and then I just wipe her tears and wipe them under her clothes. Wipe them under So that's this week in Sully. Consider you yourself updated. Our next segment is There Should Be a Law. And this is a segment where we kind of talk about things that we think should be laws. Not not huge things, nothing outrageous, just things that we think should be laws that could make our life better. So, Megan, what's your law this week? Okay, this is my law. Now that you have Facebook, I guess you'll understand this a little better. Um, my law is that if you post more than one kitty poster on your Facebook page per week, you get kicked off Facebook for a week. I am so tired of the people with the cats doing cute things and wearing sweatshirts and, I can't have some nunchuck. I'm like, why is your cat sound like an asshole? Like, how do you know that your cat isn't smarter than that? Like, why is it always, I can't has, I can't has this. I'm like, I can't has punch in the face. Like, you get off of Facebook. Go to some real work. Do something. Yeah, no, I agree. I just, I am amazed and baffled at the amount of cat pictures and that cat talk that they do. It's like, this, we've created, like, a cat language. Like, it's amazing. It's like, how is this acceptable to anyone to, like, post <laughs> I can't have a Yeah, you're off for a week. You're, uh, you can because you haven't done it for long, but a week without Facebook is a long time. And it'd be really satisfying if it was just a picture of, like, like a keyboard cat plays you off or something, or, like, <laughs> it just pops up every time you go, you can't have Facebook. <laughs> you can't have Facebook. You can't have... Reanimate a cat to come out and hook you off. <laughs> you can't have original thoughts or social skills. <laughs> Please stop texting your friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a that's a good law. I, I believe in that law. I want that law to happen. So my law has to do with what we call scooter bugs. My my wife and I call scooter bugs. Those are the the really really obese people that are so fat that they have to have a scooter, oh, yeah. but only the kind that are at the store. You know, like the oh, store yeah. has the kind for like people that are. I think they're for people that handicap, but t- typically the people who use them are just really the fat people that then have the basket, and it's like. They always have like the nine kids running around them where they that they can't like control because they're in like a scooter, and so my law is if you're in there because not because you're handicapped but because you're fat, I think that we just don't give you the key, so you just have to like yoke up your children like <laughs> like oxen or like reindeer, like yeah, to like pull you around the store, and that's the only way that you're allowed to get around the store in one of those scooters. Like we'll take the brake off for you, but that's all we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> or like if they, I like it, or like if you're if you're in one of those, you can only go where like the produce and lean meats are. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the wheel locks at the yeah. level. They should oh. just have you on a track that just goes by the healthy food. Right. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Like there, there's like 
tax strips over like the cookie aisle and like the cigarettes. Like, yeah. Exactly. exactly. And anything with caffeine in it. Lean in. I need chips. Lean in. Lean in. I'm, like trying to grab one of those little rings at the carousel. Like, <laughs> lean in. I need chips. I need chips. Wish all those end caps was having a promotion. <laughs> Dang it. Only apples. Only apples. All right. One more time. One more time. I like it. It's so good, which dovetails nicely into our final question. Our final question is an interesting one because I've found that this time of year, it kind of raises more debate and passionate speech about this topic than than really anything else with my friends. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it on you, Megan. Um, so let's let's try to keep this above the belt. But um, what is your favorite Girl Scout cookie and why? Oh, um, well. I guess the source of debate for me would be that I am was a campfire girl. So first of all, I am um, solidarity for almond roca. Yeah, roca and mints, baby. Roca and mints. And the other thing I really like is then that I really miss about Girl Scout cookies is um, in Spokane at Zips they make milkshakes that have Girl Scout cookies mixed in them. So oh, it's like or God. like cookies and cream, but the cookies are Girl Scout cookies. Look at that, just one up and one yeah. up in the whole. Cookie. Yeah, so I'm like Screw it. cookies. That's fine, but where's where do you keep your milkshakes around? Yeah, that's a nice condiment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie as a condiment? Right, as a condiment. Uh, not so good on nachos. Um, <laughs> I go with Samoas. Bill he chose for the nachos. Uh, Samoas are yeah, Samoas are good. Yeah, I, I think texturally they're good. Uh, the mint ones are good, but they're a little too minty for me. But That's why I like the Thin Mints are my favorite, I think, because it's like, even if Thin Mints, you really don't even have to brush your teeth. <laughs> Breakfast champion. Yeah, you just knock out it. It's like, I have to brush my teeth. That's cool. I had seven Thin Mints, or I had a whole sleeve of Thin Mints. <laughs> I'm fine. I feel sick, but I'm minty fresh. <laughs> it's like it's like stand-up comedian brunch. It's like, you know what I really need? Is the biggest vanilla latte you could possibly find in a box of Samoans and all like, <laughs> exactly. That's road food right there. I could get two Spokane without stopping with those two things. <laughs> and like, where did Samoa? Samoa seems kind of racist compared to the rest of them. It's like Dosi Dos and Tippy Tas and Show right. Nuffs and then Samoas. <laughs> Tag along. Give me some Tangerine. Yeah. Yes. Can we just name Hide one? Can we just name one dinner? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, you can just name one with peanut butter and call it dinner. Yeah. Just and. Um, the other one would be called like the hot pocket. Yeah, Sean, what are you eating in there? Dinner. Hop, <laughs> <laughs> skip, and go naked. No, that's not. Hop, skip, and go naked. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, that would be bad with some tangles. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> what do yeah, you get? <laughs> any, any cookie that comes in a sleeve, I really think. Like those thin mints, I think they should all come in sleeves. Like Fig Newtons, I'm all about the sleeve of cookies. Yeah, I think the sleeve should be the official unit of measure for cookies because no one's eating two or three cookies. Like no. you should have a sleeve of cookies. That should be like how much did you have one dinner? Yeah, that that should be part of the king's measurement. Like like an inch, <laughs> a foot, a sleeve. It could be a measure of volume almost. <laughs> how much dinner did you have? I was so hungry, I had two sleeves worth. My good sir, my good man. Bob up, black sheep, have a beauty wool. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Two sleeves whole. Yes. <laughs> like the Smurfs got measured in apples. There were three apples. Yeah, tall. three apples tall. Yeah. so big. He's like four sleeves. He's now. like four sleeves. That kid is four sleeves of dinner tall. <laughs> awesome. That should be a law. That should be a law. <laughs> you realize you got to tell people how yeah you got to tell people how tall they are in feet. And then how, how what their volume is as as far as sleeve sleevature. <laughs> what is their sleevature? <laughs> Can you imagine no Weight Watchers? I'm down two sleeves. Down yeah. two sleeves. 
Can't wait to show off my sleepage. <laughs> That's awesome. What's, do you have a favorite your sugar thin mint? Then anyway, that's all we got for the tube this week. Uh, check out the tube fan page on Facebook, Friday Feeding Tube. Follow on Twitter at Friday Feeding Tu. Uh, I've got a couple more followers this week, which is great. Go see Megan. Check out her schedule at meganflaritycomedy.com. Thanks and have a good week. <laughs>